All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Happy New Year. Now broadcasting from our new permanent home, the free state of Florida. Linda, welcome back. I didn't want you to come to work today. You don't sound great, but you tell me you're feeling better. I know exactly what you've been through because I struggle with the very same thing for weeks. How are you feeling today? I'm definitely on the mend. Definitely getting better for sure. Thanks for having me oh. back, and Happy New Year to everybody. Oh, my God. I mean, it hurts to hear that. It really hurts to hear it. Well, with any but, luck, I'm, I'm annoying the liberals extra special today. Uh, it's, it's not that. It's, it, and don't take this the wrong way. You just you feel the, 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 the strain, the stress of you trying to speak, which I was going through myself. And, you know, at one point, it just didn't get better. Had to go through not one but two Z-Pack runs to get rid of this stupid thing. Anyway, welcome back. I'm glad. Thank if you. you're like me, you feel fine, but you sound awful because you, you don't sound like yourself, obviously. But we wish you, we're glad you're here. Happy New Year. I haven't had a chance to say it publicly. Happy um, New Year we, from the Sunshine State. Very nice there here. I know. But by the way, we, I'm, old, I'm not going to spend a lot of time now talking about this. I'm shocked. Did you see Everybody, all the write-up on this, why did this become such a big deal? Let me I tell you something. I have never received as many text messages about you as I have received in the last five days. It is bananas. It is nuts. I mean, absolutely crazy. And I'm, I wouldn't even argue that I left. I mean, I would argue that I was chased out. But that's yeah, you ran for story. your life. You had to escape. I, I, I literally ran for my life. Uh, not particularly liked in New York, um, but it is what it is. It just so happens today, U-Haul announced their top growth states of 2023. Now, uh, for the third year in a row, uh, it's Texas, Florida, the top five, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee. That's where Americans are migrating to. They're migrating out of states like New York and California, by the way, largest net loss in terms of U-Haul, uh, one-way loss of all movers. I think that's the third state in a row, uh, third year in a row for them. Uh, Michigan, New Jersey, Illinois, Massachusetts. I mentioned New York. I mean, people are leaving these states in droves, and they're, they're not just leaving, they're being pushed out. I mean, I'll give you another quick example. Chevron announced today, well, actually, they announced yesterday that they're going to face billions of dollars of in impairments because of California's regulatory environment. Now, if you look at the price of a gallon of gasoline in Florida and you compare it to California, and I know this because of the debate with Governor DeSantis, well, I thought they did a phenomenal job against Governor Newsom. Governor Newsom did a good job not answering the questions. Now, it was a fact-based debate on every issue that impacts people. Now, California, just to add insult to injury, they have just adopted a new law that allows uh, uh, illegal immigrants as a sanctuary state, they will get free health care. These are people that cannot afford it. That's, that's an even bigger financial burden on the people of California. And I mean, does anybody at any point ever ask why for the first time in the history of that state, people are leaving in droves? Does anybody not ask? And then Chevron is announcing that because of their regulatory environment, which is so oppressive there, uh, and their energy policies, that they may not be doing business any for, anymore in California. They said they anticipate taking an asset value reduction uh, charges of up to $4 billion just for the fourth quarter of 2023, an impairment partially related to oil and gas production in the U.S. 
especially California, with their burdensome environmental regulatory structure, which, by the way, as so goes California, so do liberals want to take the country. It's it's absolute madness. And now why do the people of California have to pay for health care for people that don't respect our laws, don't respect our sovereignty, uh, don't respect our borders? And and why, you know, after three years of Joe Biden, we now the numbers are in eight point three million illegal immigrants when you count gotaways and and encounters of the Border Patrol, um, people entering this country unvetted, most of them getting in, most of them not vetted. And then you go back to my list, which I've been repeating over and over again. Hundreds from Syria, hundreds from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. Thousands from Egypt, thousands uh, from Afghanistan, uh, 12,000 plus from Russia, 26,000 plus from China. I mean, all of a sudden they decide they want to show up in Mexico at our southern border and cross the border into America. And we're supposed to believe that that that's not a, an existential threat to the country. Well, in case, you know, you were reading just the news.com, that's John Solomon's website. Um, what a coincidence. Uh, according to this piece, terrorists have been pouring across Joe Biden's open borders now for three years. And look at this. I'm sure it's just a mere coincidence that all of a sudden now Al Qaeda is now threatening to launch a coordinated attack on multiple targets that could bring New York city to its knees. You have Al-Qaeda's Arabian Peninsula branch. They released a video in English directly threatening New York City's energy grid and subway system, as well as airplanes in general with suicide bombers. The Transportation Security Administration said Monday they are monitoring the potential threat posed uh, by the Al-Qaeda affiliate. And anyway, their media arm published the video late last month. It features the American and Israeli flags being burned and a voice saying, our enemy is one, and that is why we strive jihad against this enemy. And I kept saying, for those people that don't see the importance, that just want to turn a blind eye to what happened on October the 7th, I'm like, you're really not understanding the fundamentals here. If radical Islamists are allowed to take out Israel, let's say they are successful. They won't be, but if they were, uh, do you think they, they don't have the same intentions for America? Because we know they do. I mean, I couldn't believe we had protesters showing up at the site of where the World Trade Center used to be shouting Allahu Akbar. The very words we know the pilots that drove those planes into the Twin Towers were saying, you know, that day we lost 2,977 of our fellow Americans. Pretty unbelievable. Anyway, so they're out now Al-Qaeda is making a specific threat to a specific geographic area, that being New York City. Uh, then you look at the southern border itself, and we have a Washington Times report today. Mexico's drug cartels are raking in a whopping $32 million a week, smuggling in Joe Biden's illegals across the border. Remember, all these people end up coming with, with color, colored bracelets on, and the cartels have their, their contacts. They know where their parents and their relatives live, and if they don't pay money by a certain time for... Uh, the consideration of, of sneaking them into America, it's not even sneaking. But if they're making $32 million a week, you know, bringing in illegal immigrants, and that, by the way, is only one 245-mile stretch of border, according to congressional Republicans who went on a tour of the southern border on Wednesday, something Joe Biden never really took the time to do. Neither did his border czar, Kamala Harris. 
$32 million a week, according to the House Judiciary Committee. I mean, that's real money. Now, you wonder why impeachment hearings for, the, for Biden's open borders are Alejandro Mayorkas. I mean, he may, I'll play it later. I won't play it now. But, I mean, he made every excuse imaginable before on, I guess he was on Liberal Joe this morning. And boy, has Joe gotten liberal. Whatever happened to Joe? Joe's not the same person he used to be. I'll tell you that. Anyway, Mayorkas is blaming climate change. He went on to then blame Governor Abbott uh, for, for the fact that he's not working with big city mayors. Well, he shouldn't have to be dealing with your wide open borders and your unwillingness to enforce the laws of our land and your willingness to aid and abet the law breaking. And then when all else fails, then he went on to blast the Trump administration for leaving a backlog of asylum seekers. Because why? Because he wasn't letting people into the country. We had the stay in Mexico policy and what, 500 miles a wall that Trump built. And then he says, we're starting to see results of Mexico's increased cooperation. I'm like, no, we're not. There's no cooperation because the month of December was the largest month on record with over 300,000 illegal immigrants that were encountered by Border Patrol, and most of which never get vetted and get allowed into the country. Anyway, so the impeachment hearings for Mayorkas are set to begin on January 10th. And anyway, the Homeland Security Committee holding their first impeachment hearing uh, on the 10th, according to the committee chairman, that in this case, it's Tennessee Republican Mark Green. And after they finished their investigation in December, Green said House Republicans have enough evidence to impeach Mayorkas. And he misused taxpayer dollars, ignored border security regulations. And then he, on top of it, he lied to the American people because he went out and said it. Biden went out and said it. Harris went out and said it. The border czar, Corinne Jean-Pierre has said it. Circle back Jen Psaki at the time said it that the border is closed and the border is secure. Anything, none of which is true. And Biden's illegal immigrants are bringing a whole host of, you know, there was a zero hedge article in terms of health issues. What have I always said? If you're going to, I'm totally for legal immigration. Come here legally. That would mean that we do a background check. That would mean that we would do a health check, especially in light of what happened with COVID. Zero hedge points out. Quoting the health commissioner of New York City is waving the white flag and Biden's non-existent border policies are, quote, producing contagious diseases not seen for decades. And talking about tuberculosis is now confirmed in every neighborhood in New York City with 88 cases, 88 percent of cases in people born outside of the U.S., even Florida, which is is basically exporting illegal immigrants. They've seen a 21 percent increase in TB since Biden has been uh, elected president. There's now chickenpox outbreaks ripping through migrant shelters in many states. Measles, which was once declared eliminated in the U.S. in 2000, that's been brought brought back. Malaria even reported in Maryland. Even leprosy apparently is an endemic now in the southeastern U.S. And Betsy McCoy, former lieutenant governor of New York, talks about this unsettling trend and quotes the Rockland County, New York health commissioner as saying, when we see one case of polio, that means a paralytic polio. That means there are probably hundreds and hundreds of cases out there in the community, but not diagnosed because 75% of the cases are asymptomatic. Well, apparently they, 
these health experts, that's what they're saying that is happening. But we ought to have health checks. We ought to have background checks. And we ought to have a check to make sure that people that we allow into our country legally have the means to take care of themselves, that they won't be a financial burden on the American people. Now the people of California are going to be paying for the health care for illegal immigrants in that state. It's already the highest tax state. I think they had 30 some odd trillion dollars in debt uh, or billion dollars in debt in the last year. Where are they going to get the money to pay for all this health care? Anyway, Biden wants the Border Patrol now to start cutting the razor wire, keeping illegal immigrants from crossing the border. That's what they're in court for. They're asking the Supreme Court to allow Border Patrol to cut or move razor wire at the Texas border. That's what they're now arguing and asking the Supreme Court to allow the border agents to cut through the razor wire installed by Texas. Texas is trying to protect their borders and do that which the Biden administration should be doing. Instead, Biden picks and chooses whatever laws he doesn't, what he, the laws that he wants to uphold. And then he picks and chooses the laws that he doesn't care about. And he doesn't enforce them and goes a step further by aiding and abetting in the law breaking. But don't worry, Mayorkas and the administration say the border's closed and secure. Mayorkas blames climate change, Trump, and let's see, Governor Abbott for not cooperating with big city mayors. Pretty unbelievable. And even Mayor Adams in New York is saying New York City's out of room. They don't, they, this is the guy that was welcoming all these illegal immigrants in the beginning. He's had a change of attitude since, you know, a, what, 160,000 border crosses, illegal immigrants, you know, have started arriving in New York. But they say they're out of room, but they keep putting illegal immigrants in, in three and four and five star hotels. And by the way, that illegal immigrant by the Biden administration that attacked the Capitol with a machete. Yeah, that guy arrested last week carrying the machete at the U.S. Capitol was an illegal immigrant from Venezuela caught and released in 2022 under the Biden administration's lenient illegal immigration policies. Great job, Joe. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, probably won't hear a lot from Linda today. She's going to be very quiet. You're going to be quiet today? I don't know. Are you going to annoy me? Probably. <laughs> anyway, born, uh, speaking of 9 11 2,977 of our fellow Americans lost. Our friends at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise. They promised to do good and never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting all of America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to his son, a son he'd never meet. And thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage of his family's home, and that relieved the financial burden and brought them stability. The foundation helps Gold Star, fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most catastrophically injured heroes and homeless vets. Anyway, join them in their mission to do good. And all they're asking for is all of you to join us here at Team Hannity. Commit to $11 a month this this year, 2024, so this great work can continue. Uh, Go to their website, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org. The letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 